Hello, welcome back to Uncertified and Unqualified. I am Anna. And I'm Rita. And today we're going to talk about history and historical figures that we have missed and we want to bring to the forefront for you today. So, I mean, I think we all know that there is more to history that is spoon-fed to us than straight white Christian men. Spoon-fed to us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, there is so much more to history. Yes, straight white men did things. Cool. They, they, they did things. They did things. They did things. But we don't care about that at the moment. We care about um, everybody else who did things. Because everybody else did do a lot of things. Yeah, so basically, we just want to talk about our story and not his story. That sounds so corny, but, like, period. It, yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, there is there is a difference between... I mean, there the difference between them, between our story and his story, is... The difference is, like, acknowledging that, you know, white, cisgender, heterosexual men who, you know, have always been the most privileged, they, they're the ones who wrote history for future generations to learn and excluded the side of the oppressed in, you know, writing their conquests and their victories. <laughs> that's, and that's Literally. And, you know, just our story takes into account all sides of written history and just acknowledging that we... We can't, not only we don't need to, but we can't just dwell and glorify one side of history. We're tired of the exclusion. There is more to life than white men. There's more to life than white men. Specifically (laughs) heterosexual white men. (laughs) I'm sorry not to offend heterosexual white men, but there's more to life. (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) Up for your interpretation. Up for interpretation. (laughs) Um... But today we're actually going to focus on um, women and the LGBTQIA plus um, communities and history within them. Hello, LGBTQ <laughs> community. But to just start us off, we are going to talk about some. We're going to touch on some about, white men about real white quick. men real quick. Real but quick. they are like they might not be heterosexual. So, we have some famous U.S. historical figures who are speculated to be a part of the LGBTQ community. Um, I have a link to, we'll we'll have a link of all of our sources that we provide on our Instagram post on our Instagram, Uncertified and Unqualified. But to keep going, um, these um, U.S. historical figures are James Buchanan, which we all, he's like the bachelor president. Yeah. If you don't know, the one before Lincoln that... Wasn't a very good president. Um, mm, Tea shade a little bit. Yeah, but um, (laughs) Unpoco. But um, but also JFK and LBJ, which I didn't know about before. Actually, (laughs) yeah, explain to me that a little bit because I I didn't realize. Um, So for JFK, um, he supposedly he had a he was inseparable from his best friend Kirk Lemoyne. And they met in prep school when they were, you know, young kids. Um, and this is on Pink News, which I know, I understand, might not be the most reliable source. But I did check on a few other sources, and some of them are speculating the same thing. But, you know, the pair, w- they were inseparable. And Billings helped to run Kennedy's presidential campaign and served as an usher at his wedding. Even got his own bedroom at the White House. Jeez. So their relationship was considered platonic at the time. But author Jerry Oppenheimer claims the pair had, quote, a friendship that included oral sex, and Jack was always on the receiving end. So. (laughs) So. This really just reminds me of, like, also another white man, Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence and all the speculation there. And obviously, we cannot 
confirm nor deny these. These are all speculation. This isn't like... But with um, Alexander Hamilton, with the speculation there, just to kind of... For those of you who have seen Alexander Hamilton, um, uh, the, the musical. The musical. Yeah. By Masterpiece. Um, by Lin-Manuel so, <laughs> um, Hamilton, you know, as we know from the musical, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it, um, he had his affair with Mariah Reynolds. Um, but he is also had potentially speculated to have relationships with men, specifically John Lawrence. Um, and supposedly there's a little less eff- evidence for Marquis de Lafayette. Oh, wait! I did not know that either. Yeah, oh. yeah. So, many accounts, this is again from Pink News, uh, many accounts describe Hamilton's letters to Lawrence and Lafayette as flowery and feminine, which, as we know, doesn't necessarily mean that he's gay or bisexual or whatever. But, um... I think I and- did see something that, like, um, Hamilton was, like, when when John Lawrence died, Hamilton, like, I guess, like, a part of him, like, broke, in a sense. Like, he yeah. was never the same. Yeah. And let, let, me, let me read a bit of this letter to you. This is from Hamilton to John Lawrence. He described, Hamilton described himself as a jealous lover over Lawrence failing to reply to a letter and say, and adding, like a jealous lover, when I thought you slighted my caresses, my affection was alarmed and my vanity peaked. So uh, that's some Shakespeare shit. That is some Shakespeare <laughs> shit. Um, so yeah, there's there's evidence there that, um, or speculation at least, that they are part of the LGBT community. But let me, I will read up on the rest of this. So it's James Buchanan, JFK, LBJ, Alexander Hamilton, Bill Clinton, and Abe Lincoln. If you guys want to read up on the rest of those again, the link will be provided. Mm-hmm. And while like they have been speculated. Um, to be part of the LGBTQ community. Um, we also want to talk about and more heavily focus on the LGBTQ community that is not speculation and the history behind everything there. Yeah, that, that was mostly just for lightness, lightheartedness yeah. a little bit. But to get into the more serious LGBTQIA plus history, it's genuinely not taught in the U.S. in... Um, like um high schools and grade schools that's what i was looking for um because it's not taught in classrooms because it might contain contain quote unquote rhetoric (laughs) yeah um which is wrong this is wrong yeah this is absolutely wrong so that which is why we want to talk about it now because that was a laugh of scorn that wasn't a laugh because i genuinely (laughs) thought it was funny yeah um But here's some major events that you know i'm just going to kind of gloss over but if you really want to um look into these events more i have a again link is provided um so in just like a brief timeline of lgbtqia plus um events in the united states um in 1924 world war one vet henry gerber founded the society for human rights in chicago when the group was the first gay rights group in America. And I just want to know, just real quick, why is that not something we learned in school? Yeah, like, a World War One so vet, they're... Important. In 1924. 1924. Yeah, like, and now most vets, like, people associate vets with homophobia. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why, it's just a thing. Yeah, a World War One vet founding the first gay rights group in America is huge. That's so important. It's huge. But to skip ahead quite a few years, in June 28, 1969, 
Uh, I'm going to take a bit a bit from the article that I chose here. In the early morning, police in- performed a raid of the Stonewall Inn, a New York City gay bar, and the customers and the customers and their supporters took a stand. The event turned into a violent protest that led to a days of ser- days-long series of riots, which are largely considered the start of the LGBTQIA+ civil rights movement in the United States. So, if you don't know about Stonewall, um yeah, what I just basically gave is the rundown of Stonewall, but there's a lot more that goes with mm-hmm. it, like specific fights and different things like that. So if you want to look more into Stonewall, um, please feel free. It is a pretty well-documented event, or series of events, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and to skip ahead, again, quite another few years, there are obviously events in between that I'm missing. There's legislation that was passed. There are different things that are happening, but the ones that I'm giving are mostly ones that were forwarding history for the better. Um and on October 2009, President Obama signed the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act into law. Um, the act was named for the two men who were murdered in hate crimes, uh, Matthew Shepard because he was gay, and James Byrd Jr. because he was black. The new law expanded previous hate crime legislation to officially categorize crimes motivated by actual or perceived gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability as hate crimes. This is something that's very important. Again, don't know why we haven't learned this in school. It's a very important piece of legislation that was passed for Mm -hmm. civil rights in the United States. Yeah, and I think as as much as we um, talk about civil rights in um, history classes and we talk about um, the different movements in it, I feel like every time I at least learn about it, it seems like it's so much more of a recent thing for the LGBTQ community. But as you can see, like, this has historical precedence. This has been on for so long. So I don't understand why we don't So homophobes, get over yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Yes. Like, it ain't cute. It's important to show the history. Well, obviously, even in 1924, there were people for... LGBTQ rights. Exactly. So, so grow up. <laughs> let's not pretend that this is a recent thing. Let's understand our history and just see Please how much do. we are progressing. Yeah. But even keeping that in mind, LGBTQ plus um, marriages were not even legal until 2015. Yep, which is actually what I'm going to kind of launch into next. Um, in April and June of 2015, President Obama called for an end to conversion therapy and sexual orientation is added to the military's anti-discrimination policy. Um, And exclusively on June 26th, the Supreme Court officially and finally declared same-sex marriage as a constitutional right nationwide, meaning all states must allow Americans to must allow all Americans to get married, regardless of their gender or sexual orientation. Like and like Anna said, like this is a recent thing, and it makes sense that you know maybe recent history books haven't covered it, but I feel like it should also be something that is covered because it is absolutely essential for the rights of people of the lgbtqi plus community i mean just even think about that for a minute think of the whole of history how long human life we, has been on we here. understand that marriage is a social construct but <laughs> and it's for tax purposes everyone mostly. should have the right to do it absolutely if you want to and exactly. I just just i mean think about how recent that was taylor swift has been making music longer than that yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny thought. <laughs> like, guys, grow up. What the heck? Why? But, what was the reason? Wh- what, <laughs> what was, was the reason? reason? For what purpose? What was the reason? And it's in- it's important to know that. It is important to know that in a historical context, and it's important to even just think about that. To be a think socially aware human being. How long it has taken 
for the LGBTQ community to just have the basic right to marry who they want. Yeah. But anyway, there there's so many more events, like I said, in between the events that I listed. Um, and please use the link that I provided on my pa- on the Instagram page, not my page exclusively. It's ours. Um, <laughs> our page. It is. Because <laughs> it's our story. <laughs> okay, that was good. That was good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very um, much. But yeah, please feel free. Take the time to educate yourself. The articles are really quick, really easy reads, and it is quintessential information. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We're uh, we're gonna switch gears a little bit, and we're gonna touch on some major feminist um, figures in history and uh, women's history. And now, it's harder to talk about historical events, not because there aren't historical events, but because there's so many historical events. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mm-hmm. wanted to specifically focus on historical figures in history that aren't talked about. Now, these first ones I will be listing are um, white women, but I also want to focus on non-white women because I think a lot of the time white feminism gets overshadowed by intersectional feminism. So I think it's important to highlight intersectional feminism over this and not to say that these figures were only for white feminism, but it's important to know feminist figures who aren't white. For sure. Do you want to give them a quick little explanation of intersectionalism as well? Combining everyone. Yeah. Like, it's not a... um exclusively white feminism exclusively black feminism exclusively trans feminism exclusively disabled feminism it's it's intersectional they all build on top of each other they're all a part of each other and they all need to be working towards the same goal they shouldn't be fighting one another for sure um so some white feminists that i have seen in history that i wanted to bring out a little bit more some more well-known ones that we are sometimes taught um a lot of um Prominent suffragettes like Alice Paul, Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth Cady Stanton. They are some prominent suffragettes in the women's suffrage movement um, that I think are important for helping with that. And um, even thinking back in um, even earlier history, Abigail Adams was sort of a feminist for her time. She, uh, during the revolution, she's obviously um, John Adams' wife. Um, She pushed for women to be included in the Constitution, obviously white men stopped that cock blocked but the biggest biggest historical cock block but we applaud her for trying as she should because you know just makes sense that women would get screwed over in history yeah but (laughs) what else is now but they tried she tried she tried she tried um and then back up in history i'm jumping in history a lot i'm sorry i'm not going in chronological order but uh someone i think is important is uh margaret sanger who advocated for birth control for women, which is so important because, as we know, birth control is very important for women uh, for any reason that you would use birth control for, and it should be something for women that is easily accessible for them. And um, Jane, similarly, Jane Addams, um, who started the Hall Houses, which were whole houses, not Hall Houses, I'm sorry. <laughs> they were settlement homes that helped immigrants in the early 1900s. Now, these are all ones that do get talked about in some history classes, sometimes not. I learned about them in my AP U.S. history class, but I know in regular classes they are not always talked about. But one that I didn't know that I actually heard about in Doctor Who, <laughs> this is an American history, sorry, um, Ada Lovelace or Ada Lovelace, um, she was an English mathematician and she was known actually as the first computer programmer hmm. for writing the algorithm 
for a computing machine in the 1800s. Wow. I think that's so crazy. 1800s, yeah, for a computing like, machine. And a woman, too. And, 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 a, and we yeah, never give her credit in history. That's wild. Which, like, period for Doctor Who for showing her to me. As they should. I love Doctor Who. Watch the show if you don't already. Such a good show. Such a good show. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Your and ner- also... Your nerd is showing. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. But, but it, also... It has, it has a point. It has a point. It's important. <laughs> and you know what? If you're not getting in class, get it from multimedia platforms. As you Doctor should. Who. Our podcast. Shameless self-plug. Um, also, though, for... Some other white feminists in history, women in history. Uh, Rosalind Franklin, who, without her help, by using an X-ray crystallography, big word there, big word, uh, to get a good picture of DNA, the man who took credit for discovering the double helix structure of the DNA may never have even figured that out without her. Without a woman. Period. I mean, makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, obviously, <laughs> um, but. Straying a little bit from the uh, white women in history who I wanted to highlight, I also wanted to highlight um, women in history who are not white and just as amazing. Shameless self-plug for myself personally. I don't know if some of you know um, Zainab. Uh, She's from Islamic history. Uh, I did an article about her um, because I was very moved by her story, but she was a major figure in Islamic history, and I personally think she should be a major figure for feminist history. Um, but she was a 7th century feminist who stood up against the tyrant Yazid after she he murdered her family, which her family was the uh, Prophet Muhammad's family. And um, she is the granddaughter of Prophet Muhammad. And if you want to learn more about her, you can check out my article. Shameless self-plug. I'll mm-hmm. link it. Um, but she really impacted my life because she was a 7th century feminist. And I thought that was really amazing yeah, that she that's, doesn't that's get talked wild. about. Also, another amazing woman in history i learned from doctor who <laughs> shout out to doctor who again i'm sorry i'm sorry they just do it so well um nor khan who was a british spy in world war ii um was the first female wireless operator from england who went into germany occupied france german occupied france to help the french which is amazing as she should you go queen. the first female wireless operator from england to do such an amazing thing yes ma'am in the war we love it. We love to see it. Also, in some world history, Aung San Suu Kyi. Mm-hmm. She was on house arrest for 15 years um, because of a military regime that she stood against that were controlling Burma for five decades. And she fights for civil liberties for the people of Burma. And she is now the state counselor of Myanmar, which is kind of like a prime minister type, if that helps you think about it. But what I found interesting about her was her dedication to civil rights and the people of her country. And, I mean, people these days can't even stay inside for a pandemic. And she chose to not give up and stayed on house arrest for 15 years, 15 years. for the civil liberties of her people. God bless. Which is amazing. That is amazing. And um, I know before the pandemic, we'd all joke, like, oh, I'd love to stay in my house, but, like... I don't think any of us want to stay in our house anymore. <laughs> a, a year later, that joke isn't funny anymore. No, no, no. That just, that just joke doesn't work anymore. And then just circling back to finish it out with um, another major figure in U.S. history specifically that I found amazing was Mary McLeod Bethune, who was um, part of FDR's um, 
black cabinet, quote unquote, that's what they called it. Um, and she worked in education for the United States. And she started a private school in Florida, actually, for African-American students and then came on FDR's cabinet and became the first black woman to have a high position in U.S. government. Why did I not know her name before? First black woman to have a high U.S. position in government. Yeah, that's... That's... That's amazing. I mean, we... We're talking now. I mean, Kamala Harris just made history as being the first black Mm -hmm. woman, South Asian woman, woman to be the vice president. Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of crazy that we don't talk about the first woman in a high U.S. governmental position. For sure. So definitely look her up. She is definitely someone to know. Which, I mean, just, like, thinking about all of those people that Anna just listed and, you know, the people that I kind of listed at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't take us long to find these people, you guys. No. You know, it takes one Google search. Um, which, mm-hmm. if it didn't take us that long, it means that you guys can do it, too. It, it's it's not difficult. You, the power of the internet, let mm-hmm. me tell you. Um, and you just have to find someone that you connect with that, you know, you feel passionate about. You feel passionate about their life's work. Mm-hmm. And I think we... We compiled this list out of people that we were connected with that we thought was amazing that no one had ever heard before. And we wanted to give a voice to these people and let them know that their history and even these historical events live on. And they're important to us. And we think that they should be important to everyone else. And by no means is this an extensive list. Yeah, the list we have given is not exhaustive for both um, women in history and LGBTQIA events. Mm-hmm. Um, but... We, I mean, we only have so much time to talk to you guys, so <laughs> yeah. we, but we tried to find people that, like we said, we are connected to and we think that they are important to our historical and societal knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want this to be like a history lesson, another boring history lesson. We yeah. want this to be people that we think you guys can connect with and see the historical context of them yeah. and see the importance and know that these things are not... Yeah. These things that they were working for and these things that they were doing are not new. No. They're not new. They're historically there. They're important. Keep fighting the good fight. Yeah. And absolutely to cover and just kink, like point out that these topics that we listed shouldn't be excluded from general education. And, you know, and they only shouldn't be in elective classes that you choose to take. You know, like e- each, each thing, each person that we've listed are, they're important, they're critical kingpin type happenings and humans that they need to be talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to not do so would, you know, to circle back, would be willingly continuing to participate in history, not, you know, her and our story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can take these elective classes and they are great when they focus on specific people or specific topics. But the fact that some just basic things aren't taught in just classes everyone has to take instills the idea of we're only learning about white men. We're only learning about white history. And that that history is not important and you only have to learn about it if you choose to. Exactly. And we don't stand for that and we hope you guys don't too, which is... Why we want you to learn about people. Be passionate about people who fight for the same things you fight. Bring attention to them. For sure. And there's lots of, you know, pages on social media who actually do decent research and Mm -hmm. they um, have good, like, information to share. The ones that I can think of off the top of my head are, you know, and this is about more current events, but um, shit you should care about. Mm -hmm. um, Thistle topics on Instagram thistle is t-h-i-t-s-l-e i I think t-s-t-l-e there we go 
and they have a lot about the LGBTQIA plus community, a lot of um, history and a lot of things like that. Um, yeah, and, and if you guys have specific Instagram pages that do share this types of information that you think are important, feel free to share it with us, share their um, links with us, and we can promote them as well. Yeah, put a comment on our post um, and feel yeah. free to let us know. We would glad be glad to look through these sources as mm-hmm. well. And on that note, um, I just want to say thank you to you guys for listening. We want to say thank you. Um, yes, we hope thank that, you. Yeah, we hope that you learned something. I know that we definitely did in the process of searching and in doing yes. our investigative research. It was very eye-opening. And I mean, you can even, sometimes you don't even have to do research as I showed. I learned stuff from certain TV shows and then I was intrigued by them. So I looked into them more and I found these things and I was like, wow, that's amazing. So you can really find these people anywhere. For sure. Yeah. So, again, we will put all the links for the posts um, for we'll put all the links for the information information that we used um, at the end of our Instagram post. Mm -hmm. And on that note, just want to say thank you guys again. And we are uncertified and unqualified. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.